Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 19th of January. Good to have you aboard. Part of the Believe Podcast Network and presented by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. Title sponsor of everything, Zaslow Show 2.0. We did it, everybody. We made it to Friday. We're here. Thanks, everybody, who sent nice messages to me on on the social medias uh yesterday was my birthday had a nice family dinner all the parents came the in-laws had a really nice time but most importantly got a great show planned today divisional round i used to think that the divisional round for the nfl playoffs was the best weekend of the season for the nfl but then you got super wild card weekend last week so it's six games This weekend's only four games, but the fact of the matter is, (coughs) last weekend's Super Wild Card Weekend stunk. You had one good game. It was a great game, Lions and Rams, but you had one good game. So we have less games this week. They're better matchups, but here's the thing. This can wind up happening in the divisional round. Yes, they're better matchups, but can they be blowouts because you have teams that were off? Because of the bye. Now, soup, the, it, them expanding the playoffs to seven teams, that helps the divisional round. Because it used to be every one of the divisional games, two in the AFC, two in the NFC, you have teams with a bye. Now it's only one in the AFC, Baltimore, one in the NFC, San Francisco, where a team has a bye. So I think there's a better chance of the divisional round being even better now this year than it's been in years past. With the NFL playoffs here, the NBA season's in full swing. Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile versions, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action. See all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. 
to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, no Heat or Panthers last night. They took off. It was my birthday. So, they, you know, they, they all wanted to just, you know, make sure that uh, they, they get to relax. The same way that I'm relaxing. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But no Heat, no Panthers last night. That means both of them are in action tonight. The Panthers, they are at home against the Minnesota Wild. The Heat, they are at home against the Atlanta Hawks. The Panthers looking to snap a three-game losing skid all at home all of which came after the Panthers' nine-game winning streak. You gotta win tonight. Otherwise, that nine-game winning streak, it ends up being all for nothing if now you're gonna have some big losing streak. Now, granted, they got points in two of the three games. You need wins, all right? So tonight, you got an important game. We're doing big game, not a big game. It's Friday. Uh, No spoilers. I'm not gonna tell you if it's big game or not a big game. Maybe it'll be included. Maybe it won't be. Maybe it's a big game. Maybe it's not a big game. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I do want to tell you, tonight, ESPN Radio game night, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Have a little late night with your boy, all right? So tonight, I'm co-hosting ESPN Radio game night with Q Myers again. I was with Q at the beginning of the week on Monday night. So tonight, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., hosting game night along with Q Myers. Hopefully, you guys tune in. ESPN Radio, however you get your ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, or Sirius XM Channel 80, or locally on ESPN 106.3 FM in West Palm. So, real easy to find us. But the big story that we start with here is what's going on in Miami tonight. And that's Udonis Haslam. The Heat are taking on the Hawks. It's officially the start of the second half of the season. Remember when the All-Star break was like the second half of the season? All-Star game's like a month from now. Second half of the season start Like... The All-Star game comes, and you got like 10 games left, and the season's over. Second half of the season officially starts tonight. The Heat are 24-17, and 17, so they're on pace to win 48 games. Coming off a bad loss at Toronto. They're taking on a Hawks team that is that, that really has been the pits this year. One of the biggest disappointments in the league. You got DeJounte Murray trade rumors out there. Does DeJounte Murray show out tonight and then tell Jimmy Butler, Hey, yo, Jimmy. Get your boy Pat to bring me here to Miami. I want to stay. I don't even want to get back on the bird with my team. I want to stay. I want to be on your team. So that's what's going on tonight. The Heat fans are going to get a look at DeJounte Murray. I don't think that that trade's going to happen. But the big story is what's going to happen at halftime tonight. Now, I'm not going. I'm not going to be in attendance. I'll be watching right here. Even if I wasn't working, I wouldn't be there tonight. But... I'll be watching the Heat, I'll be watching the Panthers, and then we're going to do game night on ESPN Radio. Right here in the Saslow Mansion Studios, that's right. But the big story is tonight, at Kaseya Center, where Udonis Haslam is going to have his jersey hung from the rafters at halftime, a whole big ceremony. I think they said it's a 25-minute halftime ceremony they're doing. You know the road team hates that, but it is hang with them, Hawks. So, this to me... I think now you have Morning, Hardaway, Shaq, Wade, Bosch. You got five jerseys hanging from the rafters. And I remember the very first time with Alonzo Morning. So awesome because as someone who has loved the Miami Heat since day number one in 1988, to get to a place, and what, Alonzo's jersey retirement ceremony, somewhere around like, he was like 08 or 09, something like that. To get to a place where 
you know, a little bit before that, wow, we don't have any jerseys hanging in the rafters. I mean, at that point, the Heat had only been around for 20 years. It's not a long time. Waiting and waiting for the time where we become like a a franchise with history that we could have a jersey retired. That was so important to me. So when Alonzo Mourning got his jersey retired, the very first one, man, that was so damn cool. Alonzo was crying. He's very sensitive. Then Tim Hardaway had his jersey retired. Awesome. Then Shaq, which was so great because I'm a huge Shaq guy. And it also signaled the, the, the tensions between the Heat and Shaq. So it was not a good breakup. That's all done with. And we're good again. Which I love because I love Shaq. But not everyone in the organization loved Shaq at the time. But Shaq's jersey going up there solidifies we're good. And... This became, yes, Pat Riley, Alonzo Mourning, like, it became a serious organization, and the culture began back then, but they became a championship organization when Shaq arrived in that pickup in 2004. Then Dwayne, uh, Chris Bosh was actually before Wade, and then Dwayne Wade, greatest player in franchise history. But to me, tonight... Udonis Haslam's jersey going up in the rafters. Tonight is going to be the most special of all the jersey retirement ceremonies. This one has a different feel to it. You guys know that. This one has a different feel to it because it's a guy who's from Miami. It's a guy who reps 305. That's so rare that a player is from the city that he spends... His whole career with. He was in the league for 20 years. So respected throughout the league. Three-time champion. The captain. And on top of it, not a star. Not an all-star. Not an all-NBA guy. Never a guy who they run plays for. And for his jersey to go up in the rafters and for it to be unanimous support of his jersey going up in the Raptors. Like, LeBron is likely going to get his jersey in the Raptors one day, and that's not going to be unanimous support. Yeah, Some people don't want LeBron's jersey up in the Raptors. For a player of UD's caliber to go up in the Raptors, and when I say caliber, I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer. Like, all those other guys I just mentioned, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Zoe, Hardaway, Shaq, Bosh, Wade. UD is not going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's not going to be considered for the Hall of Fame. But this is going to mean more to him. Because this is his city. And this is his organization. And he helped build this culture. Especially because when Alonzo left in 2007 and he had to be helped off the floor, he got hurt in Atlanta. It was like that moment right there. UD's got to take the torch. As the next guy who sets that culture. The same way that Bam Adebayo is now that next guy who has taken the torch from UD to make sure that they continue to set that culture. And so Udonis Haslam going up in the rafters to me is the most special of all of them. I think UD is going to cry. I think it's going to be really emotional. I think it's going to be emotional for everybody. I don't think all crowds will be crying. But this one is different 
from the others. Those are no-brainers. Those are all NBI guys. Those are all Hall of Famers. This is not a Hall of Famer. This is a guy who is Miami and represents Miami and represents the Miami Heat everywhere he is. And for number 40, and where he came, he was undrafted. Had to play overseas in France's first professional year. And then plays 20 years and all of them with the Miami Heat. And just embodies everything that this team and this organization and this culture is about. And number 40 is going to go up to the Raptors. I think it's going to be very emotional for UD. I think it's going to be the most important jersey retirement ceremony that they have had for this organization. I can't wait. I said this, you know, this was, I don't know, five years ago, whatever it was. And I remember getting some pushback. Said the moment Udonis Haslam retires, that jersey's going up in the rafters. And there was a little bit of pushback. He's not a star player. If you don't think his jersey is going up in those rafters immediately after he retires, you're high. You don't know. You don't know. You do not have a pulse on this organization. You don't know what you're talking about. It was a mortal lock that Udonis Haslam's jersey was going up there, and they're doing it quick. I mean, we're just into the second part of the season that he's retired, and it's going up there. The first season that he's retired, and it's going up there right away. I think tonight's going to be so great. You know, you'll have, I, I assume it'll be Eric Reed who's emceeing it, and UD will be there, and they'll have all the, you know, you know the team will be there. Look, hopefully... The Heat are out in front to a good lead in the first half because you're going to have the whole team there at halftime sitting in the chairs and watching UD and the whole ceremony. It, you could come out that second half super flat as a result of something like that. Hopefully the Heat get out in front to a good start tonight. They've had terrible starts last two games against Brooklyn and Toronto. Tonight, better get out to a good start. And especially on Udonis Haslam night, don't embarrass yourself. Get out to the good start. And this way you give yourself a little bit of a cushion to start the second half and what might be a, a little bit of a lull to start that third quarter. I'm serious. I'm serious about that. So important how the Heat winds up playing in the first half tonight. But tonight's going to be really great. And so as a result, here's to honor you. And, and UD, by the way, like the toughest guy on the court and just super sweet and professional off the court. There have been countless times where he's been really good to me, really good to my family. What I mean by that was he always participated in videos that the organization made for my family. Like at my wedding back in 2007, which he was early on in his career, he had a video message for me. My son's bar mitzvah, which was uh, two years ago. Wow, my son's turning 15 this weekend. So two years ago, his bar mitzvah. Udonis Haslam, great message in the beginning of the bar mitzvah video. UD has always been really good to me, to my family. And so I'm super happy for him. Obviously, Florida Gator, I like that part too. But I like that he's Miami. And he's Miami Heat. And and just been an incredible representation of this city and this organization. What a guy. There's never going to be anyone like him with this organization. There really isn't. So, in honor of UD, top five, Udonis Haslam, moments. That's right. Top five Udonis Haslam moments in Miami Heat history. Here's what we got. Number five. We'll count it down five to one for dramatic purposes. Number five. 2012. 
Eastern Conference Finals. Early in this series, UD got busted up. He ended up needing stitches. They put a bandage on his head, and he went on to hit back-to-back-to-back jumpers. This is the point of his career where he would play a little bit, but not a lot. Back-to-back-to-back jumpers in the second half of that game. And that's not even the moment I'm talking about. So now he's playing the rest of the series with a bandage because he's got stitches. Well, you may remember earlier in that series, Tyler Hansbrough. Uh, a flagrant foul, I believe, was on Udon- on Dwayne Wade that made Dwayne bleed. And Udonis, he got that payback. Two hands over the head, coming down on Hansbrough. Obvious flagrant foul on Udonis Haslam. But UD was about that business. And you're not going to come at Dwayne Wade and not have to deal with consequences and repercussions. Number five greatest moment in Udonis Haslam Miami Heat history. The foul on Hansborough in the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals against Indiana. If that's number five, what a, what a, what's four through one? All right, everybody calm down. Number four, the jumper to give Dwayne Wade the triple-double in his final moments as an NBA player. Final game of the season, 2019. Heat at Nets. This is coming off of a spectacular game from Wade in his final home game against the Sixers. Well, you may not even remember. 2019, final game number 82 of the season in Brooklyn. The Nets kicked the Heat's ass. The Heat got blown out, but nobody cares because Dwayne Wade was putting together a great game. A triple-double in his final game. Yet the crowd chanting, Paul Pierce sucks. Paul Pierce didn't even play for the Nets anymore. And a guy who played for them, you have the crowd chanting, Paul Pierce sucks in Dwayne Wade's final game as a pro. Dwayne Wade needed one assist to get the triple-double. He finds UD at the top of the circle, and Wade already starts walking to the backcourt, back to the basket, finger up in the air, because he knows UD's going to drain it. And it's a t-shirt now, it's a poster, and UD knocks it down. Wade gets the triple-double. What a moment. God, I'm getting goosebumps. Number three, the 2006 NBA Finals, when Udonis Haslam, from games three through six, served as the Dirk Stopper. That's right. The Heat were down two games to none. They were toast. And And then Udonis Haslam took it upon himself He's going to guard Dirk Nowitzki the rest of the series. Now, Nowitzki was still going to get his, but in the big moments, UD was the Dirk stopper. That's number three. Number two, second best moment in Udonis Haslam's career. Game two, Eastern Conference Finals, 2011 at Chicago. The Heat are down one game to none. Bulls blew the Heat out in that first game. A lot of pressure on the Heat. We know this. Game number two, the Heat are down double figures. You don't want to go down 0-2. Udonis Haslam had missed almost the entire season from injury. But he's back now. And Coach Spolster looked down to the end of the bench and called UD into the game in the second half, third quarter, see if he can give the Heat a spark. And he did. And there was one moment where he was found Driving to the basket on a fast break. He threw it down, got the foul, and the slam. And from that moment on, UD, he didn't take over the game. He's Udonis Haslam. But UD 
changed the course of the game and the series where the Heat would not lose again. They came back and won that game. They ended up winning it by double figures, actually. And then they also won the next three games. Udonis Haslam, game two, the way it changed that series at Chicago, 2011 East Finals, second best moment in UD's career. And the best moment in Udonis Haslam's career in the summer of 2010. Everybody remembers it. They get LeBron, they get Chris Bosh, they re-sign Dwayne Wade. Yes, we did. Well, Udonis Haslam, how could UD not be a part of what they're building here? They gotta find a way to get UD paid. So yes, Dwayne Wade took less money to make room for UD, but UD also ended up taking a minimum type contract to be able to stay. So Dwayne Wade gets the accolades for giving up money, but how about Udonis Haslam? sacrificing to stay here in Miami and make sure not only he's a part of that championship run that would follow, but the next, you know, 10 years here to make sure he cements himself as an all-time great with the Miami. His number is not going up in the rafters tonight if he didn't wind up taking little money to stay in 2010 and build and help continue to build this organization into the championship organization they are. So number five, the foul on Tyler Hansbrough in the 2012 East Finals. Number four, the jumper to give Wade the triple-double in his final game in 2019. Number three, the Dirk stopper in the 2006 Finals. Number two, game two at Chicago Eastern Conference Finals 2011. And the best moment in Udonis Haslam's career, taking less money in the summer of 2010 to remain with the organization we all love. That's the list. That's the definitive list. I love you, UD. I can't wait for tonight. You know what's the next thing Udonis Haslam needs? He's going to be all jacked up when he gets home, all amped up, all fired up from one of the greatest nights in his life, one of the greatest nights in his career. In order to get to bed, he's probably going to need Sheets and Giggles. That's right. Sheets and Giggles, one of the great sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Go to SheetsGiggles.com where you're going to find the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets you've ever slept on in your life. That's right. If you don't have sheets and giggles yet, what are you doing? Go to sheetsgiggles.com. You get the comforter. You get the eucalyptus pillow, eucalyptus mattress. That's right. The blankets, the sheets, the fitted sheets, the pillowcases. They're all made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. And we're talking super environmentally friendly. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, He's got it all figured out. And now that you're listening to me, you got it figured out also. That's right. You figured out how to get the best sleep of your life. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlow. Z-A-S-L-O-W. Use promo code Zazlow. When you go to SheetsGiggles.com, you'll get 20% off your first order. That's right. You're getting the best sheets you've ever slept on. And when you enter promo code Zaslow, 20% off your first order at SheetsGiggles.com. One of our great sponsors, you know how we do. You got to support the sponsors that support the show, and that's how we keep this thing going. Use promo code Zaslow, SheetsGiggles.com, 20% off, SheetsGiggles.com. So let's continue on with some heat here. And what, like, it's funny, I'm doing game night on ESPN Radio tonight, and it's so specific to Miami. Whenever a player, like when Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh got their jerseys retired, 
That's on ESPN. Like, they're talking about that. It's so under the radar, Udonis Haslam getting his jersey retired. And that's fine. It's not for you. It's for us. And and there will be people out there, like, in other cities or fans of other teams, like, Udonis Haslam's getting his jersey retired. And the example I would give to that is, you know Bruce Bowen's jersey is retired in San Antonio? And the reason I bring that up is because it's not about how great a player he was. It's not about the stats. It's about what that player meant to the team, what that player means to the organization. That's how you decide whether or not you're retiring a player's number. Like, Udonis Haslam will never get consideration for the Hall of Fame, but you get your jersey retired by the Heat because you were a Hall of Fame player for the Miami Heat. So, each team gets to come up with their own credentials for whether or not you get your jersey retired. It's up to the team. And UD going up there is not is a total no-brainer tonight. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the Heat, where yesterday, this is on, give this a listen. This is on the NBA Today yesterday. Uh, Malika Andrews and Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins. So you'll hear Richard Jefferson first and then Kendrick Perkins on, you know, you got all these trades that are going on. Are the Heat going to get involved somehow? I mentioned DeJounte Murray. Give this a listen. And that's what fuels the heat fire. Well, my thing about Miami and what's been frustrating really kind of since the bubble is that it feels like they're one player away. And they've been trying. They've been in conversations with a lot of different players. You've seen names in kind of Dame Lillard, most Dame famously. Lillard. They seem like they're one player away. Jimmy Butler, he's very close to being a 1A. I think he needs to be have another 1A right next to him yeah. or somebody better than him. If they do that, that's a team that could win two out of the next four championships because they have young talent, they have great pieces around them. But it's like they can beat everybody, but can they do it for a sustained I, run all the way through the NBA Finals? And the answer is I no. think they have shown us time and time again that they don't care about actually going out there and getting a Dame Lillard because if they did, they would have got him, right? They would have gave up the necessary pieces. I think the Heat always show us that they're not scared to bet on themselves, right? Like you, you're asking for another 1A. In their eyes, they're saying Bam is our other one a mm. like we think he could elevate we watch him get better every season yeah like that's how they go about it you got to respect all right so let's let's talk about this let's start with jefferson <coughs> who since the bubble believes that the heat are one player away i i i don't agree with that line of thinking because here's the thing i would say the 76ers are one player away They haven't been past the second round with Joel Embiid. You know, I would say a team like the Knicks are one player away. Maybe OG Ananobi's that guy because the Knicks have been amazing defensively. I I would say a team like the Lakers are one player away because they're clearly not good enough the way they're constructed right now. But the Miami Heat have been in the finals two of the last four years. They've been there. They're right there. And you know, I don't get as upset when the Heat lose in the finals. Matter of fact, when the Heat lose in the finals, I don't get upset at all. If the Heat would have lost in the Eastern Finals last year to Boston, forget that it's Boston. I want to slip my wrist if you lose to Boston. But forget that it's Boston. Losing the Eastern Finals, that's crushing to me. Losing in the Finals, I don't get upset about that. To me, it's almost the pressure's off. Because 
We're here. We did it. We made it. And now it's, okay, we have the, all you want is the opportunity. And when you have the opportunity, either they're going to win or they're not. Either they're going to be the best or the Nuggets are going to be the best. So the idea that they're one player away, no, they're not. They've been in the finals two of the last four years. They've been there. The other team was better. But the Heat could have won that series. Like, look, one player away against the Lakers. Bam was hurt. And Dragic missed the rest of the games. The Heat were not one player away. They got hurt. And they ended up losing in six. You're telling me healthy Bam at a bio and Goran Dragic. They don't have a chance there? Like, if you lose in the finals, that doesn't mean you're one player away. Both teams can't win. You're there. That team was better. You're not one player away. And this year, you know, the Heat lost in five. They, they should have won game five. They were ahead with two minutes to go. They're not one player away. Jimmy Butler was hurt last year. If Jimmy Butler's healthy, the Heat have a legit shot to beat Denver. And by the way, they had a legit shot to beat Denver anyway. You know why? Because they're there. So if they would have fallen short and wouldn't have got past the East, and you want to make the case that they're a player away, okay, yeah, I could dig that. But when you get to the championship round, you're not a player away. Either it's you or it's the other team. And, and the Heat lost. Now, as far as Kendrick Perkins, I do agree with Kendrick Perkins here where the Miami Heat, they believe Bam is their 1A. 1A, 1B. They don't believe they need to go out and get another superstar because they believe they have that guy already in Bam at a bio. I think Kendrick Perkins is right. I think the Heat believe they have enough. They'd always like to add and get better, but they do believe they have enough. And there is an there is the sense that they don't feel the need to go out there and get another guy. They don't need to go out and, and, and mortgage the future or sacrifice what they have because they don't think they need another guy. But you got to push back on the whole because if they did feel that need, they'd have gone out and they would have gotten Damian Lillard. This is where sometimes these guys on television are not informed. The Blazers and that cockroach, Joe Cronin, refused to talk with the Heat. They refused to engage with the Heat in trade conversations. This has been well documented. There are quotes from Damian Lillard about this. Not anonymous quotes. Quotes from Lillard about this. The Heat were not allowed to get Damian Lillard. The Blazers wouldn't negotiate with the Heat. Do we have an idea of what the Heat would have offered? Yeah, I think so. But the Heat never had the chance to get anything done there. So that's where a lot of these guys, they're just not informed properly. The Heat wanted Damian Lillard. Did the Heat want him bad enough to offer everything that the Blazers hypothetically would have wanted? Don't know. That, that goes to the point of the Heat believe they have enough. They're not going to go crazy trying to bring somebody else in. But if they felt they needed someone else, they would have went out and got Damian Lillard. That's just not true. That's, that's just uninformed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. You know what keeps everybody informed? When I always tell you about the top beer out there. That's right. The only beer that we drink here in the Zaslow Mansion. Official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. You know what I'm talking about. It's the weekend. How you enjoy the heat game tonight? And Udonis Haslam getting his jersey retired. You get yourself a six-pack of ice-cold Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas. That's how... Look, I'm working tonight, so maybe I'll have like half a Johnny, you know, at the start of the heat game. But otherwise, I... I'd be sitting there in the Zaslow Mansion family room on the couch in my underwear with a Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's what I'll that's what I'll do tomorrow during football. Not tonight because I'm working. Johnny Cuba, make sure you always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Alright. You guys know what time it is. You're probably saying to yourself, Zaslow, I gotta know. I mean, I mean, I'm excited about the heat tonight. I'm excited about the Panthers tonight. But I, I, I got it. Can we get the, can we get a double dip? I feel like it's been a while since we've gotten a double dip. Come on now. But you're probably saying to yourself, Zaslow, I got to know. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? That's right. Big game or not a big game, every Friday we'll tell you what you need to know, what you need to watch, what's going on for the weekend. Here's what we got. Let's start with tonight, 7 p.m. Bally Sports, Florida. The Minnesota Wild at your Florida Panthers. That's right, your favorite little hockey team looking to get back in the win column tonight. They've lost three in a row. It's very upsetting. The Panthers, though, still second in the Atlantic Division. They're tied for second overall in the East. The Minnesota Wild, they suck. They're 18-21-5 on the year, just 41 points. The Panthers looking to get back in the win column. They've dropped three in a row, all of which have been at home. That's the most frustrating. You hate dropping home games like that. They're probably going to get Sasha Barkov back in the lineup. He missed the game a couple days ago against Detroit. They lost in overtime for precautionary reasons. You know, the NHL, they, they, have, they have to disclose hardly any injury information. But can we get the weekend started off right? Tonight, 7 p.m., Wild at Panthers... That's a big game. Yes, no. Big game or not a big game. Tonight, 8 p.m., Bally Sports Sun. So the Panthers will start on the big TV. Heat on small TV. will flip-flop as things progress. Hawks at Heat. That's right. Your favorite little basketball team is coming off of a bad loss in Toronto. An undermanned Toronto team who kicked the shit out of you. Well, the Atlanta Hawks are having one of the most disappointing seasons in the league. Atlanta right now, they're 10th in the East at 17-23. and 23. They could be big sellers. So the Heat, you want to get back in the win column, but you also want to put Atlanta on a trajectory where they would be sellers. And who knows? DeJounte Murray, th- does he take a look over to Pat Riley and Andy Ellisberg? Kind of give a wink-wink? Hey, come get me? I don't know. We'll see. Hawks at Heat? That's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Tomorrow, 12 p.m., ESPN 2. Miami Hurricanes basketball. Jim Laranega and them boys 
at the Syracuse Orange. Now, both teams are 12-5. and five. Canes are just 3-3 three and three in the ACC. That's very disappointing. They're coming off of a loss to FSU at home a couple of nights ago. Can the Canes get back on track here? 3-3, three and three, finishing 500 in the ACC might not cut it as far as making the tournament. Canes need to get this thing going and get some ACC wins. Miami at Syracuse? That's a big game. Come on, let's do it. All right. Saturday, 4.30, ABC. Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. That's right. The NFL Divisional Round gets started at the number one seed in the AFC East, in the AFC. I think there's a lot of pressure here on Lamar Jackson. You know, the Ravens didn't, he's likely going to win another MVP. Ravens didn't sign him to win another MVP. He already did that. The Ravens signed him to that huge contract to win playoff games and win a Super Bowl. And the fact of the matter is, they've only won one playoff game with Lamar Jackson. This will be a massive disappointment for Lamar. You heard Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports, yesterday on the show. If Lamar Jackson and the Ravens lose tomorrow, it feels like 2007 Dirk Nowitzki, where he won the MVP. And the Warriors, the, the We Believe Warriors, knocked out the Mavericks in the first round. That's what this will feel like. I think the Texans are a live dog. I love the Texans plus nine and a half. Houston at Baltimore, that's a big game. Big game or not a big game? Saturday, 8-15, Fox. Green Bay at San Francisco. Old school 90s NFC playoff matchup. The Niners, they've had a week off. Christian McCaffrey was banged up in the end of the season. So time off there is going to help in a major way. Brock Purdy's got some pressure on him. I told you, I think Brock Purdy's got the most pressure going into this weekend to prove that he's that guy. He's great in the regular season. He was great last year. San Francisco was complaining all offseason about how they had no quarterbacks against Philadelphia. It wasn't fair. Well, hey, everybody's good to go now. I like San Francisco's giving nine and a half. I, I, I give a slight edge to Green Bay in this spot. Can Green Bay be down 16 late in the game and they get a touchdown, they get the backdoor cover? Can I see that happening? Yeah, I could see that happening, but I don't think Green Bay wins this game. Green Bay at San Francisco, that's a big game. Big game or not a big game? Sunday, 3 p.m., NBC. That's right, no Peacock this weekend. You don't have to get the cock in order to watch all the games. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. That's America's team now, the Detroit Lions. Are the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield going to play spoiler? The answer to that is no, because the Lions are going to beat the snot out of them. I love the Lions minus six and a half. Baker Mayfield's been a great story, but it feels like Detroit's time. I think Detroit knows the opportunity they have in front of them. It's a very expensive ticket. Tampa Bay at Detroit. That's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Sunday, 6 p.m. Bally Sports Sun. Your Miami Heat at the Orlando Magic. That's right. The Heat, they beat the Magic, what was it, like two weeks ago? Well, they take them on again. This time, they should have full forces with Jimmy Butler. The Magic are a fun little team, and they're good at home. The Heat, do they get a win tonight and then looking for back-to-back -back wins on Sunday? 
I think so. Heat at Magic. That's a big game. Yes, yes it is. All right, everybody calm down. Got one more for you here. Sunday, 6.30, CBS, Kansas City at Buffalo. This is a major rivalry. The two biggest postseason rivalries of the last few years are Chiefs-Bengals and Chiefs-Bills. But it feels like Buffalo's time now. They finally have the home game. They've never had the home matchup against Kansas City. How do you know that? Because this is Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. Buffalo's giving three points. I like Buffalo. I don't think either of these teams are that good. But I think we're going to see that last week was more about the Dolphins' ineptitude than it was about Kansas City winning that game or the Colts or whatever. I think it's Buffalo's time. I think they'll then lose to either the winner of Houston or Baltimore the next week. Kansas City at Baltimore, that's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Yes! That's that's how you do it, son! Come on now! Getting ready for the weekend. Give you that big game, not a big game action. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Guys, it is the weekend. And a lot of times you may be saying to yourself, going into the weekend, you know what? I got some time here. I see some great deals. I've seen some great deals for North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. I'm going to go check out, maybe get myself a new ride. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the only car dealership we endorse here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Official car dealership of the program. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, They're celebrating the new year with incredible offers on all new Subarus in stock, as well as every pre-owned vehicle on their lot right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit. Or what if I told you you could lease the 2024 Subaru Crosstrek Premium for just $219 a month for 36 months with $54.95 due at signing with approved credit. Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com. Maybe you just need your current vehicle serviced. Well, you're going to be treated like royalty at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru because they service all makes and models. That's right. No matter what you're driving right now, you can service with confidence at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, nflsubaru.com. The location you know with an experience you'll love Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, a couple nights ago, Tuesday night, NBA on TNT, the Memphis Grizzlies rookie, Gigi Jackson, he was the post-game guest on the headset with the guys back in the studio for Inside the NBA, and he was super excited. It, like, it went viral, the clip. He was super excited that he got to talk to Shaq, and he was on NBA on TNT. Well, here last night, this was NBA on TNT reporter Jared Greenberg. He got the inside scoop on what actually happened there with the Grizzlies rookie. Well, well, let me give you some backstory on G.G. Jackson. One of the reasons he was taken so aback was because he didn't realize at first he was actually chatting with you three, and plus Candace. He told me this morning when I spoke to him after shoot-around that he was under the impression he was doing a post-game interview with one of the local Grizzly affiliates in Memphis. And when he heard Ernie's voice, he said, that doesn't sound like the usual guy, but maybe there's just something wrong with my headset. And then when he heard Shaq, he's like, oh, this is TNT. And he considers Shaq, as most of us do, the most dominant big man of all time, looked up to Shaq. So that was really a big honor for him. Not only did the video go viral, but so did his phone. G.G. Jackson told me this morning he has, after that uh, exchange with you, Shaq, 910 
unread text messages. One more note, fellas, on Jackson. As I wrapped up my conversation with him this afternoon, I said, hey, you're really making a big point about talking to, to Shaq. What about the fact that you got an opportunity to talk to Charles, too? Was he one of your favorite players? He smiled and said, I like winners. I like it. Barkley did not. Barkley was given the cold stare. I like it. That's that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday on the Dan Lebitard show, Cam Newton was a guest. And obviously Cam Newton made some waves recently where he was calling a certain quarterbacks game managers. Then people were make fun of it, making fun of his outfit. And here was Cam Newton yesterday on the Lepitard Show. What are your greatest objections to how NFL media covered you? Where's the credentials? That's that's a big kind of concern for me because we all can talk about the sport, but I think oftentimes when something is said. Similar to what I said, let's use the most recent example about um, game manager versus game changer. I mean, that that kind of went viral for what it for what it was. But I never was degrading or trying to suppress a, a specific talent. My thinking was backed by merit. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of get into a space where they just speak something and not be held accountable. The main reason why I started Funky Friday, the main reason why I started, you know, 4th and 1 as the sports show was to hold reporters, coaches, GMs, as well as players accountable to certain things. And over the past weekend, really over the past week, there's been some examples of people that have said some rather interesting takes and nobody's held them accountable. Paul Feinbaum, his take on, you know, Michigan. Nobody's talking about that. They're not holding them to the fire like they held me to the fire in regards to speaking about Brock Parity, to Otago Valoa, Jared Goff, as well as Dak Prescott. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, went on to say um, the Texans have zero chance of winning. And obviously, what do we have for that? He's just going on, still making a certain take. So, you know, I'm not saying that to say that they're bad people. I'm just saying we just have to hold people to a standard and hold them accountable in every aspect of sports, not just the the players in this case. All right, so th- this is not a big deal. And, yeah, I-, I got a problem with what Cam Newton is saying there. You know, when he's talking about, uh, you know, everybody picked this team, we all know what happened. Dudes are allowed to give opinions. Like, this is this is what we do, be it radio or be it television we're talking about sport. Like, what should happen if you give an opinion on who you think is going to win the game and then that thing doesn't happen? Like, should you get hung? Like, like, what happens if you get the thing wrong? I, th- these are opinions. And the second part, which I, I think you said before, you know, about credentials. If we're going to talk about credentials, and what he means by that is you have people talking about football who never played football. And by the way, let's not forget... Cam Newton's treatment of women, of female reporters, while he was still in the league. Like, it was pretty gross. But he's talking about credentials, meaning you haven't played football. How come you get to talk about it? Then you know what? I, which is such a tired case to make. 
I don't want to hear Cam Newton talk about anything other than football then. Cam Newton was a football player. That's the only thing he's able to talk about then. Can't talk about music. Can't talk about food. Can't talk about politics. Can't talk about movies. He, he was a football player, so that's all you're allowed to talk about. Nothing else. Only football. But Cam Newton like that? I mean, where are your credentials to talk about this other stuff? It's so tired, that argument. Not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, here's Dwayne Wade giving a little something to UD before tonight's ceremony. Yeah, I don't think it should be any greater night than watching someone who's homegrown, uh, you know, get it celebrated for what he accomplished um, in this game of basketball. Uh, I can't wait for the night. You know, he's my brother. Um, you know, it's, we know you can go and you can look at All-Stars and say, this guy got three All-Stars, this guy got 10 All-Stars, they get their jersey retired. You don't look at it very often and see a guy who doesn't have an all-star, who doesn't have these gold medals and all these things and say his jersey get retired. It shows you how special you did. It shows you how impactful, um, you know, not only his game was, his voice is, but what he means to this community. And so hopefully everybody, you know, um, that's in this arena, that's not in this arena, take time and uh, celebrate the captain because he deserves it. I'm going big deal. Tonight's going to be really great. I'm really happy for you, D. I can't wait to see the ceremony. I can't wait to see all the other videos and the, you know, messages from, from players and former teammates and that whole deal. So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Hey, please listen tonight. I'm co-hosting Game Night on ESPN Radio at Q Myers, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., it's a little late night sports talk. You know how we do. So I'm hoping you hang out. Tomorrow, I'm doing game night as well on ESPN Radio from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I'm hosting with former University of Miami Hurricane lineman Orlando Franklin. That's right. So tomorrow night, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. on ESPN Radio hosting game night. And then Sunday, I'm hosting ESPN Radio primetime with former Giants Super Bowl champion running back Brandon Jacobs. That's Sunday from 5 to 9 p.m. So game night tonight, game night tomorrow night, and primetime on Sunday. I hope you guys will hang out. And, of course, it's still real to me. We'll come immediately following primetime on Sunday night. We'll do a live stream, get everybody caught up with all of the everything that's going on in the world of pro wrestling. Might have some exciting news for the pro wrestling show for It's Still Real to Me. We'll see how all of that shakes out. All right. Today's show brought to you by Bet Online. Thanks, everybody, behind the scenes who always help put together a great show. I can't do it without all your help and your hard work. Thanks to all you guys for listening. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more 
is always brewing.